Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Friday form panel. Toby McKinnon with you and Dan Malecki joining me. Dan, it doesn't get much easier in race four. There's so many questions here, and I know Trot's vision, we talk about how important it can be, but it's not going to take long to chat with Chris Shin on Saturday night to work out how forward is Elder Barandino, Zach Phillips, how forward is lunch with Arthur. They're both first up. Oh, it's a tough race to work out, or do you just settle with what we know at the moment is a lower Cowie? What are, you, what are your thoughts, Dan? It's a pretty hard race to tip in with a small amount of knowledge, but it'll be certainly a lot easier uh, about 60 seconds out, I feel. No, no doubt the um, the market fluctuations are going to be key to this race for the, for the reasons you've already pointed out. Uh, mm. Lunch with Arthur, much improved. Well, he's probably fulfilling his his ability now that he's with uh, Rob O'Connell. He's off a break. He has got good gate speed, though, and I thought he had better gate speed than Arawakoe. So um, Arawak, it just depends on Zach. In my thought process, was Zach Phillips might be able to get to the front and then up to him to whether to take the trail or not. Does he park the, the favourite or does he sit behind it? The fact that he's first up, he may may want to take a trail behind Arawakoe, and I think he's good enough to uh, to out-sprint him. He is first up, and that's always going to be that little bit of a query. Elder Dino similarly, generally has to give them a start. Depends what tempo they go once they settle as to whether he makes a move or not. But again, he's first up, and uh, I would think is going to improve with the run. I, I think Lunch with Arthur can get the run of the race um, to be the horse to beat. Now, the, the other runner that's probably not going that well but could have something to say about it is Kai Valley Hotspur from one because it can get out okay. And again, Chris Alford as to which horse that he might be interested in sitting behind. Royal Charlotte's the other one that's got gate speed. So I suspect each of those horses drawn inside lunch with Arthur or Arawakoe will be driving to get a trail behind at least one of those horses. Um, so we might, hmm. in the first few hundred metres... Um, be better versed, but you know the the green light's already on. Then isn't it? I, I'm siding with lunch with Arthur. Um, his performances last preparation were very good. He's got form around interview Chinese whisper. Um, he he beat Marengo Bay easily. Uh, he's come out and beaten Shawnee, and then he runs third to Mafasa Metro Credit Master. It's a good form line, a good gait. The question mm. is on uh, how forward he might be, but. We've seen it with he's the son of a gun in the past. The horse that's got a bit of gate speed, they can get away with the race being underdone uh, if they've got a good gate uh, to be able to utilise that gate speed. And I think he might be able to here. So lunch with Arthur number three to beat four, Arawakoe, one, Kai Valley Hotspur, and, and seven, Elder Barandino. Okay, what about Ebony's Avenger dance? $101 and $30. Two starts back, rent second to RC Phoenix, which is nothing wrong with that. Three starts back, second of Royal Charlotte. She's she's going to go back at the start, and if there is a lot of speed in the race, a hundred and hundred to one for Ebony's Avengers seems 
overs to me. I'm, I haven't got her in my top four, but mm. is that overs, Dan, or am I? Uh, May, am I maybe she up the she right couldn't tree? beat Royal Charlotte a couple of weeks back. I mind you, Royal Charlotte was given every possible chance on that occasion. The the RC Phoenix run was pretty good. There's no doubt about that. And then she she you know she broke last start. So a you forget, but you become very frustrating. And I think this race has got more depth than than even though RC Phoenix has beaten it, this race has got more depth than some of those races, or more good horses than what she's been racing against. So, look, maybe 101 is over the odds, yeah. uh, particularly when you're looking at a couple of horses being first up and we're querying at what stage they might be at. So you could be onto something. You often are. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I've said it with a lower coe. It's first. It's only back to a seven-day gap, which is interest, interesting. And I, I wondered about his record off the seven-day gap. And his last three, he's had two wins and a fifth. And that fifth was uh, at uh, in a very strong race. So I'm not too stressed about him uh, being on the week backup, which I think's a bit of a difference to the 14-day backup these days. So Aroa Coe. I'm just going to tip him on the basis he's race fit and we know the most about him, but uh, I may change this tip uh, in the last 10 minutes but on Trot's vision and then, as you uh, pointed out, I might change it actually if I can about 200 metres into the race because the start's all important. Lunch with Arthur, he won first up uh, for Rob O'Connell, uh, what was that, in back in about December, and he actually beat Elder Barandino on that occasion. I think Elder Barandino is going to have the preparation of his career. Uh, the fact he was thrown into a great Southern star shows the opinion that uh, Ruth, Noel and Christian have of this horse. He's a he's a top quality horse. He's won two trials at Shepparton relatively well. I just wonder if Chris is going to put him into the race and go around. If he does, if Lunch with Arthur or Lower Coe are in front and uh, Elder Barandino goes around and puts the pressure on, this could be an exciting and intriguing race. And I, it's one of the races I am looking forward to. Race five, the Sulky app future of form pace and another race with an all-important start. And Beach Life... If she gets to the front, Dan, will she hand up this week, do you think? Um, we'll try to pick the horse who, who you might do that to. I, I would think unlikely. Um, I think the race is just mm. made for her. She's a good quality mare, we know that. She keeps chasing home some pretty good horses. Um, but she's racing well. The short trip, I think, suits her particularly well. She's quick out of the gate. She'll be able to lead, pounce on it. She gets her chance. Look, she stood out for me. Stood out for me. I think even her price at the moment is good value. I expect that she can shorten up. Um, Ultimate Vinny can get out of the gate pretty well, but I don't think he can match the speed of Beach Life. Um, I don't think. I'm not 100% convinced, but I'm pretty certain that Beach Life will keep out uh, any challenges to her outside. Let's rock, let's roll. Look, he's a horse I've been following, but his last couple of runs have been awful um, he's got to turn it around, and sometimes they can do it pretty quickly, but he is a nine-year-old now, and he, he's much better as a sit sprinter as opposed to being pushed out of the gate. Um, so looking at it that way, and Yankee Gold, although he gets out pretty quick, I'm not sure that he would have the gate spread across speech live. I think she can lead and lead pretty comfortably. And with that in mm. mind, who is the genuine um, death seat horse? I can't find one on the front line, on the back row, it would have to be where's the gold who's drawn for the outside would have to keep working, sit without cover. Not sure. I'm not sure second up. Um, you'd want to be getting him 
because uh, he did over race a little bit last time, remember, and he, giving him clear air too quickly. So oh, I think she'll be well back beach live. I think she'll start a, a clear short price favourite and she's my best of the night. Number three on top of one, Mighty Flying Art should just get the right run. He should posse up, leaders back um, and be a good place chance. I've gone peg, peg, peg line. I think Joni Yen, who's likely to be three back the inside, might be a decent position to be in because... He was terrific when he was placed behind Cobber. He was back on the pegs as well, and he's still getting fitter, so it's going to be the right place. And where's the gold? 3 one eight eleven. Yeah, look, I am not far off with you here, Dan. I just thought Beach Life leads. I can't see any real serious pressure. Where's the gold will come around, but I don't think he's going to want to go to war at all with Beach Life, and he's going to have to work for the entire race, and... I suppose if Beach Life is your best bet of the night, Dan, where's the gold might be my best lay of the night. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, big fella. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry, Stuart. I'm sorry to all the owners. It just looks it just looks a really tough race for him. So I settled with the three Beach Life. I thought Joni Inn would uh, get up the pegs quicker than Mighty Flying Art and potentially run into second spot. Mighty Flying Art, I, I, I'm with you. Pegs, 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 Dan. I threw in uh, Let's Rock, Let's Roll. He's won four times at this level, and he's never won at that 90 to 120 level. So I do like it when he gets back to this level, but he's on his last chance, I would say. And Crime Rider's an interesting horse, and the whole Matty Craven stable is very interesting. In He hasn't had a winner, Matty, uh, since June 7, and nearly all his horses since that time have performed just below par. So... I just wonder if there was a little something go through the stable or it got really wet down there and they missed a few days' work. But I wouldn't be shocked if Crime Rider uh, was in amongst them as well at the finish. He's a pretty good horse uh, and he's just down in grade slightly here. Dan, let's get a breakaway. We'll come back the other side. We'll come back with race six, the Alabar Vic Bread Pace and Jason Finnis. We'll have a bit of a chat to Jason. Him and his partner, Elise, do a wonderful job from Mount Gambier, and they're bringing two horses to Melton on Saturday night. And I think this one, Royal Speech, is a real blowout chance.